Okay, um, this one's gonna be very incoherent, both because I um, haven't <laughs> haven't done this in a while, especially not for something new, as opposed to just community, um, and also because I'm like <laughs> very emotional right now for some reason. Um, so uh, it, I started playing this game called Disco Elysium, um, which came out in twenty twenty seven twenty nineteen twenty I don't know so a couple years ago. Um, and uh, I'm actually playing the like this re-released version um, that includes a bunch of um, voice acting in it as well, which is really cool. It's such a fun a fun way to interact with this. Um, and I have a lot of emotions about video games and about this one in particular. Um, I will say I'm not all the way through this game. I like let alone like replayed or anything like that. I got to a part that just so much happened. And then I needed to stop and talk about this. Um, so maybe this will be a there. There will be a part two of this. Um, maybe there won't. Um, anyway, uh, I love video games for their um, for their interactivity. That is like some of the some of the reasons that like we love we love them. That we love uh, role playing games. That we love stuff that's like collaborative because. Uh, of the unpredictability of things. Um, we love that there's a chance that things can go multiple ways. We kind of, I don't know, people love gambling for a reason. It's because of that thrill and that risk inherent in things not going exactly your way. Um, so that's why this this game in particular is so good. Um, I don't want to go too much into the history about it because I did just only look at information on Wikipedia like yesterday or two days ago, um, whenever it was. Uh, but basically, it was created by this group, this like artists collective in Estonia, who I think were living, were squatting when this was being conceived, and it was about this. Um, it was written by this novelist who was so frustrated at his novel not getting picked up or not being popular or something like that. Uh, but he still had this story to tell, and everyone was like, "Why don't we just make a video game instead, and it'll reach a wider audience." Um, so first off, that's f so fucking neat. Um, and anyway, and then this this game gets created, and it, I think, had to do with a um, RPG system that they had come up with. Um, and so I'm not, I haven't played, <laughs> this is so dumb, I don't want to say I haven't played a lot of adult video games, because that's such a weird sentence, but that really is truly what it is. Um, and I feel like I'm entering this era where I have realized that I have money and can pay for things and can pay for video games. And I think that a lot of the a lot of the reason that I didn't um that like, you know, video games were something I did a lot as a kid because they were given to me and gifted to me by by adults and family members and stuff like that. Um and then once I like kind of reached the age where I was in charge of my own media, um what I think most of it ended up being was stuff like books where I can get them from the library or I'm so used to like, you know, buying them and having gift cards and stuff like that. Um, or it's movies that are on like streaming services that my parents paid for or, um, you know, I, I didn't even go to the movies very often. It was often just like <laughs> pirating shit um, or getting it through like subscriptions that my parents paid for because they also used. And video games are sort of no not notoriously hard to pirate. They're just, you need to know more shit about that. Um, and, you know, they often come with the, the, the fact that you need a console for most of them if you're not playing on PC or something like that. Um, they often cost more. Um, a lot of the games that I've been getting recently, you know, none of, I don't think any of them have been like more than like $20 just because I've, I've waited several years before getting all of these ones. Um, but like I, I recently purchased, um, Star I think Stardew Valley was the thing that sent me spiraling down this, this rabbit hole. Um, anyway, I'm talking so much about this for, for no reason other than I just need w words to come out of my mouth. Um, but yes, so it's a very different experience because, um, this is something that like, I, I didn't want to pay money for because I'm, I just don't like to pay money for things. Um, and then realize that like, it's actually such a good thing to spend money on. Um, in the sense of like, I don't know, like I, I look at like Stardew Valley, which I've played upwards of like 200 hours on over the past like few months or whatever, when, whenever I first downloaded it. Um, 
and I think I paid, it was, it was either $14 or like $20 or something like that for it, um, which is like an absolute insane, like, money to, to our ratio when you think about it. If it's a game that you're going to be playing for, and I'm not even close to being done with like my first playthrough of that, let alone doing all the other random shit that I want to do with that game. Um, um, but no, actually, sorry, what started this was, uh, getting the, the bundle for Ukraine, um, because that was a very cheap way to get back into video games and also support a good cause. Um, and it made me realize how much fun I, like, how much I enjoy that. And, you know, these, these games have slowly, like, made me realize that it is something that is worth money, spending money on. Um, so anyway, uh, back to the topic at hand. Video games, they are interactive, they, you know, they, they depend on chance a lot of the times. Um, I, uh, what was I gonna say? I played a lot of them as a kid, um, and they tended to be the kind of, like, you know, platformers, things like that. They'd be, like, open world, like, um, I'm thinking, like, Legend of Zelda, uh, Avatar, stuff like that. Like, I guess technically, like, RPGs, but more, like, combat-based stuff. But I really have not played a lot of, quote-unquote, adult games in the sense of, like, um, very story-driven, and etc. Like, you know, played all of E.J. Lomax's ones, um, and you know, like, watched people play a lot of story-driven games, because I really enjoy watching that kind of thing. Um, but I haven't had a chance to play a bunch of them myself, um, except for those text adventures that I was talking about. And the thing is, like, that sort of, uh, the, the thing that I like most about, like, RPGs and text adventure games and stuff like that, is that you can kind of put yourself as the main character, and, you know, even though the main character does have like for the usually um have characteristics that are not your own has a history that is not your own or whatever that is um you can still decide to make the choices that you would make personally as opposed to like min maxing and trying to get the best um trying to be the best at everything uh and that's something that i find really fun when it comes to to video games i think it's it comes from a very uh sort of story driven background i feel like it's a very specific t way way of um playing like tabletop games where you commit to a character more so than you commit to um playing a game well um and i think it's fun to see like how those interact and stuff like that and i'm not saying that people who play a game to win are doing it wrong. I'm just saying that I find it the most enjoyable to play this way. Um, so anyway, uh, all, all that's, all that to be said, um, started playing Disco Elysium. This is not in any sort of linear, good format of talking points, whatever. Um, and I was reminded almost immediately of like, one, why I actually enjoy watching people stream video games um people that i that i know personally or people that i know um like through other media and stuff like that um which is mostly because i like i enjoy you know watching playthroughs of video games and i also enjoy commentary of people but um some of it too is just also like this idea of preserving a playthrough like as a thing um like as its own little like separate thing it, it was like I think this concept I'm thinking about often because Emily did that with, um, with Stay in More Haunting Than History, and it, like, blew my fucking mind of, I mean, it works really well with, uh, with text adventure games, and especially with those, uh, those particular ones where you could just copy and paste the entire thing into a Google Doc, and then you'd have your first playthrough locked in right there, um, and it doesn't quite work as well with some of the other stuff, um, that's like you'd have to like video your screen the entire time and it's like you know I'm already like what 13 no so probably somewhere around like 20 hours into this game and I'm still like not uh anywhere close to to, to being done with it I don't think um but like I don't know there as much as we enjoy the the sort of impermanence of video games, the fact that they are replayable, the fact that there is no one solid uh, way of doing it, it's so nice to be able to see, kind of, um, the, the, the first time you did it, or, or to, to see a specific playthrough kind of thing. Um, 
But anyway, the reason that I'm saying all of that is because I think that's what I kind of want this expression about um, this game to be, is is a little bit of that, a little bit of like locking in some of the stuff that I that I experienced this first playthrough just because I'm probably going to go back and replay this game. Um, I at, at first I originally thought about just like, you know, going back and watching playthroughs on YouTube or like looking things up. Um, but now, now that I have, I've, um, I fucked up royally in this game, I'm like, no, I, I need to make this right. Um, so anyway, um, a little bit about Disco Elysium, some trigger warnings for, uh, like, death, murder, gang violence, drugs, that whole kind of thing. Um, trigger warning for suicide for, of, of one of the characters, and I'll say that again when it comes up. But, um, the premise of this game is that you're a cop in this, like, sort of fantasy land that's a little bit left of, (laughs) sorry, I fucking, I, I always say that, but it's a little bit left of our world. Um, and you wake up and you're, you've lost your memory and you're just starting out on this case. Um, and you've got, so your name, you, you eventually figure out, um, oh, this is not going to be spoiler free, by the way. Um, but your name is, is, uh, Harry Dubois and you are working with, um, another detective, Kim Kitsarangi, about, uh, to, fuck, you're working with him to solve this mystery of this man that has been, uh, lynched in the back of this, this hostel. And there's a lot of, like, political shit going on. Like, it's, there's, like, half of, half of what you're dealing with is, like, different political factions. Um, and there's also just, like, a lot of capitalistic things going on in that there's this, like, battle between a union and a company and all of that. Um, and then you've also got some sort of other stuff to the side that I think I've only just started to pick a part of about, um, to deal with, like, cryptids and sort of, like, this... Uh, this sort of like oh how do they call it it's not paranormal that they 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 use a different word for it but it's it's something similar to that like there's there is some sort of something strange in this world as well um and so so this is sort of the scene in which we find ourselves the the gameplay mechanics are basically you go around um you have a certain number of skills um i think it's 20 24 something like that um that kind of like fall under different categories when you first start making your character you make it in a very specific way um and uh or you make it you make it you pick like an archetype that that gives you certain powers that are that are better and certain powers that are worse um and i think i went with somebody who is like supposed to be vaguely like psychic it was not i think it was the i can't remember what the wording was but it was somebody who's very high in empathy and like relating to people um and i was like yeah i feel like this is because i think the other two options were like the nerd and the jock and i i do have like a a soft spot for playing the nerd characters all the time um but i was like no i feel like this is this is the right vibe um and so immediately and so okay so so the way that you play this is you go around you click on things and basically you have conversations with people or you try to interact with your world and every time you come up against a challenge um or i don't actually remember what they're called but um you you basically you roll a die not you the game will um roll a die and if you pass a certain check like threshold uh you do the thing and if you don't it's it's uh failed um and these bonuses can also come from from drugs that you take or from clothes that you wear and it's it's very similar to like i don't know just like an rpg system um because that's what it is duh um and so the way that this works is the game also i need (laughs) some water sorry um the game has two different types of checks there's like these these white ones and these red ones and the white ones if you fail you can do again once you've like sort of progressed in that particular skill the red ones are like one and done (coughs) you do that once and you're done um the other thing that happens is you kind of like level up and you get more points and you can spend those points in the different categories to try to to try to get you up to up to snuff in different in different skills um Oh, and you can change your clothes whenever you want, um, except for when you're already talking to someone, unfortunately. Um, but so that's, so that's the basic gist. You go around, you go around with your friend Kim, and you do, you do, you solve crime. 
Um, now, the first thing that I um, experienced with this game that I thought was really cool was just how fucking funny it can be at times. Um, there's this bit that, um, uh, where was it? Um, oh, like, I think one of the first things that I did was I go and talk to this random woman and, um, she, she, she's on a boat or whatever. And I started talking to her about her boat and Kim like kind of butts in and is like, you know, this really isn't relevant to the murder we're trying to solve. Um, and this is like a, a, a theme that comes up later when you're talking to random people about random stuff. And Kim's like, dude, we're here for a reason. What the fuck are you doing? Um, shoving locusts in this trap for this random man. Um, but it was just that the first time it caught me off guard and it was really funny. Um, and uh, the, the other thing that this game does, sorry, this is jumping around so much, I, whatever, um, really well is this idea of, of pushing back against completionism, um, because I'm very much a completionist. I want to click on everything. I want to see every dialogue option. Um, but the thing is that just does not work right for this. You know, when you're interrogating somebody, if you click on something just because you, you want to click on it and you you think you need to, um, and it upsets them, that affects things later on. And sometimes you can tell that that's going to happen and you can kind of avoid it, and sometimes you can't. Um, and sometimes, like, you think that's going to happen and you do it anyway and then it doesn't appear to. Um, the other thing about this game is that it doesn't show you every single thing that that happens. Like, there's no, like, little minus one that appears above somebody's head to indicate that they're angry at you this time or anything like that. Um, you only realize it when you go to try a check later on and, and you're like, oh shit, that had an actual, like, you know, that wasn't just flavor text, that had an actual calculable effect on some of the things that I'm trying to do. Um, so, you know, it's it's really funny to find the things that, like, matter, um, especially when you're on a time crunch for some things. Um, and prioritizing stuff is so challenging in this game. You know, I focused a lot on some of these side quests that I think were maybe a little less necessary um, to the main quest. Um, and uh, I don't know whether or not that worked in my favor. In, in some of the cases, maybe that helped unlock things easier later on. Um, but in some of the cases, it really just was like me going down a rabbit hole of finding traps for cryptids kind of thing. Um, but anyway, uh, what else? Oh, there is some other, like, funny little bits of, like, um, like, one of the things that I thought was fun was you could play, play this pinball machine, um, again, randomly in the middle of, like, you know, doing, doing shit. Um, what else was it? I think, oh, wait, I, I did take a screenshot of something else. Let me, let me find it. Um, Mm. Oh, <laughs> and I um, read a book about a cockatoo at some point early on in the thing, and later on I was able to BS my way into a communist book club by rambling about cockatoos, um, which is just so fucking hilarious, and and it's just, it's so fun, and it's so intricate, and like, I'm only like, again, I've been playing for like 20 hours. I don't, I like did look this up because I was like, oh my God, is this the end? Did I just fuck up so badly? Like I died. Like, is this supposed to be where this ends? Am I supposed to continue? Um, and it turns out, no, things are supposed to continue. <laughs> so I've already played, like I said, like probably 20 plus hours of this game um, and have not uncovered nearly like half of, like I've just chipped the surface away at all of the stuff that this has to offer and it just blows my mind the way that, the way that stuff like this is made. Um, but anyway, so, th so there's like fun, funny stuff like that. And that was the, the thing that kind of first, first caught my interest. Cause I was very interested in the sort of story that was playing out. Um, but, um, and the murder or whatever, it also was the kind of thing where I'm like, this really doesn't feel very hard. Um, spoilers for this this murder um so a man gets lynched and it seems like okay actually um before i talk about that the other thing that i need to talk about and that i am not sure about because i can't look things up because i will get spoiled for this game um is that because of your certain skills and certain checks that you do that pass um you might get more information later on you might you know do something better or whatever 
Um, and it's hard to tell when it's something that, like, would have happened anyways, or when it's something that, like, you know, worked really well because of, like, your specifically, like, high skill level. Um, so for example, I got to talk to the dead body. Um, like, he kind of came to life and was animated, and, and I talked to him. Um, and this was because of, like, a very high level thing that I had, I think, um, at the time. And I, I did try to do a very, like, short cursory glance to see if, um, this was true of everybody who, who plays this game, or if it was just true of, like, if you passed a certain level at, at some point. Um, and it was kind of unclear. But, um, very, very early on into the game, I was able to talk to this dead man and ask him a whole bunch of questions. Um, and, um, so it's, it's the kind of thing where, like, it's not... Um, like, my first playthrough that I, like, something that I took for granted, like, that, like, maybe that doesn't happen to everybody. Maybe, like, the first thing you don't, you do isn't go out into the back and talk to this dead guy. Um, so, so yes, so, um, where was I going with this? Oh, so, it, and I also, like, passed a check on these, like, footprints very early on. Um, these were, like, the two things that I think set me up for one specific kind of success and many other kinds of failure but um where I like knew it was like these eight people and I knew exactly like what their shoe size was and like what kind of build they were and so um by the time that like some suspects started showing up and we found like a group of seven I knew we were looking for the eighth who is likely a woman who is likely a driver who is likely this other person that we're looking for and so I'm like sitting here and I'm like okay like uh, duh um she's probably that person that I talked to right at the beginning and blah, blah 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 and so then you go talk to this person that you talked to right at the beginning turns out it's she's not the driver but she you know has been she knows who the driver is so like and feel it felt very straightforward of like okay I've just gotta like wander around until I get do the right things to unlock this door and once I unlock that door I will find the woman um, and then once that wasn't the woman it's like okay I will find the other woman um, and as I kept playing I realized that um, or so so part of me was like uh you know the actual murder mystery isn't the most intriguing part of this I'm more interested in the rest of this world what this world has to offer and like sort of all of the um political intricacies and history and stuff like that and especially like the, the different characters I you know fell in love with the with uh Kim really quickly and also Kuno grew on me so fast this little this little delinquent motherfucker um so good um, I'll talk about him later, but, um, so that's kind of mostly what I was playing for until the, like, actual murder case started getting more interesting. And again, it's this, it's, it's something that's like, you know, were I to have failed a different, failed a check earlier, or were I, were I to have, um, uh, passed another check earlier about, like, finding a bullet in this guy's head, which indicates he was actually killed before he was hanged kind of thing, um, like how much that would have changed my gameplay and what areas I would have focused on and it's so cool to think about these kinds of things um but anyway so this game is is super detailed it's super intricate um I had a lot of fun going around doing shit um there's uh there's also this other sort of um mechanic that they have uh that's called the thought cabinet where basically like so like I said Harry has lost his memory you're tr kind of trying to find that along the way um and that was something that I that is some is something that I really enjoy about this game and that's kind of one of my my top things it's like figuring out who the fuck Harry is um and one of the things that you can do is like unlock these thoughts that you can like sort of sh shelve on the back burner of your brain um and then when once you on uh think them through fully you get certain bonuses and sometimes they're bad they're detriments instead of bonuses but um uh, you unlock these bonuses that, that then will then help you and it kind of unlocks bits and pieces of your backstory. Um, and it's really good. Um, there is this, this one specific, um, uh, I'm trying to think of if I want to say anything else about this game before I start talking about this. Again, this one has no fucking order, so I just, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be, um, obsessed about, about saving the best things in this talking for last um but one of the things that I was really interested in is there was this man he was a smoker on a balcony and I started interacting with him like oh this guy this guy's this guy's 
I love this guy. Let's, let's go hang out with him. Um, there's, like, so many options for you to try to, like, sleep with these various women, and I'm like, no, 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 like, let me go see if I can fuck this guy. Um, turns out you can't, or at least I didn't figure out how to, but, um, one of the things that, uh, you do by passing a check, um, that he offers in his conversation is unlock this thought that is, like, the homosexual underground or something like that um and I was like oh fuck yes and put that thought in my brain um it was so good I was so excited I was like yes I couldn't could not sleep with this guy unfortunately um unfortunately for for Harry Dubois this character who I've decided really wanted to to sleep with this man but it's okay because we're gonna we're gonna discover the truth about myself um and it's really funny um, it's, it's so wild, because this, so what happens, um, all of these different things are happening, you also, you keep track of, like, tasks that are basically assigned to you, quests, whatever you want to call them, um, and so some of it is, like, managing, like, okay, the time it takes for me to walk from one end of the map to the other, like, oh, I should do everything in this area first, I should do everything in this area first, um, so I was kind of doing a little bit of that, so I, I, in between, like, you know, super important, like, murder investigations, I'd go turn in my bottles for a couple extra cents, or, like, go talk to this other random guy about, like, this other thing, or whatever it is, um, and one of those cases ended up being, um, so the woman, uh, the, the driver, the, sh- the person that we think has, has, is, like, the key to the, this murder, um, like we found her we found her holed up in this bunker and we were like okay we know she's in there and there was like this big warning that was kind of basically like if you proceed with this you're gonna have trouble doing some other stuff like so only go in here if you're done with these other things and I'm like thank you game I love it when you can tell me that in a in very um explicit terms because I I would not realize that and then I'd be sad um you know, sometimes you want that sort of choice to be taken away from you because it makes for better gameplay, and sometimes it, you don't want that choice to be taken away from you. Um, so I went and did some other things, came back, and I was like, wait a second, I can go, um, I've got all this, like, stuff that I can go deal with these, these people who wanted to make a nightclub in a church and this other random scientist programmer lady, and I was like, mm, let me go deal with, like, the murder murderer first, and then I'll go talk to them just in case, like, I can't afterwards. So I go deal with this murderer, um, this is the trigger warning for suicide, so skip ahead, like, a minute or so if you don't want to hear with this. It was fucking insane, this whole, like, this was the, I, there were a couple of checks beforehand where I was like, fuck, I really wanted that to work, but this was the one of them that I was like, god damn it, um, and, uh, you know, we have this confrontation with her, and everything is going, like, okay until the very last check in this when she has a gun against her head and you roll to try to persuade her to not shoot herself and I failed that and that was a little traumatizing not gonna lie um but um this this reminds me of like the the, one of the things that is a very good strategy in this game is like when you know you're going into a specific situation changing all of your clothes so this is really good for those white checks that i was talking about where you can redo them at any point um or not at any point redo them at certain points um is like you go into them and like you change all your clothes and so you like maximize like your specific skill that you need for this one check that you know is going to happen um, and sometimes, like, I, I do that with conversations with certain people where I'm like, okay, this is a sleaze ball. I'm probably going to need to, like, you know, deal with, you know, put a lot of stuff into, like, my persuasion or whatever, um, whatever it's called. And so in this confrontation, I was like, well, she's fucking dangerous. So I'm probably, like, I, I should, I don't know what's going to happen because I haven't talked to her before. Um, so I'm like, I'm just going to put all of my... Um, put all of my shit in, uh, the, 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 um, into, like, like, the physical strengths and stuff like that so that I can dodge her, uh, if I need to. Um, and so the thing is, uh, you cannot, um, you can add people's, you can add skill points to certain skills or whatever in the middle of conversations whenever you feel like it. You can't change clothes once you've started a conversation with somebody, so there's no hope of min-maxing that. Um, so, uh, I, excuse me, so I went into this conversation with her and dealt and thought I was one thing and then realized I needed rhetoric at the end, um, to, to deal with that last situation. <laughs> and I was like, well, shit, 
didn't plan for this and so failed it and had to deal with that fallout and I was like oh man um but anyway so um oh my god that reminded me of something else I don't remember what it was um oh the other thing that that is fun about this game um and that is fun about video games in general um it's something that's kind of frustrating um, because, you know, you always, you always feel this sort of sense of hindsight of, like, you get halfway through playing something and you're like, damn, if only I had known about this thing at the beginning, or, like, why didn't they tell me this? Um, and it is, you know, uh, an argument when it comes to, to gameplay and tutorials and stuff like that about whether, um, you know, you should be told up front about all of these different options that you'll have, or whether you should, you know, come across them naturally, and, you know, I, I, a combination of both always works well. And in particular, like with this game, I would spend my um, my skill points at, at the start. I would spend them as soon as I get them. And I was like, oh, of course, I'll like, you know, maximize this thing. And then as I started playing, I realized, oh, no, no, no. Unless I like specifically have something that like I know I need to go do with like this one particular like skill point. Um, or if I have a thought that I want to be thinking about, like the homosexual thought, um, I should hold on to them so that way I can, like, add them when I actually need them in, like, conversations or, or things like that. Um, and it was fun discovering this specific, like, tactic by myself and not being told so by the game. Um, even though it was a little bit frustrating that I was like, oh, damn, if I had known that at the beginning, I wouldn't have done this and blah, 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 blah. Um, so this was, so, um... So, yes, so, so this is the situation I found myself in. I go dealt had my first like insanely huge failure with this one woman um and I'm like okay I it says to go talk to the other guys I guess I'll go deal with that in a sec but while I'm here let me just go check out how that nightclub's doing um I got totally distracted by this nightclub um and all of the wacky shit that's going on in there I start talking to my friend Egghead who has a, a very good German accent he's really about hardcore <laughs> the voice acting in this makes it so like I'm so glad I um thought about turning it off for a bit and then I was realized that they had um something in between like completely voiced including narration and no voicing at all and I was like oh this is perfect I get to hear some of these voice actors it's great um and that was exactly the right choice because I feel like it really does lend itself like to some really heightened emotional moments and like specifically it, it makes it easier to sort of relate to characters remember characters but also like to kind of I don't know, I feel like when you voice act something, you really do give it, like, a personality, um, and you get that from reading, like, that's, that's why people read stuff, but it's also, you know, an added layer of, like, getting this, oh, like, like, when, um, like, the voice actor for this big, the big boss man who's, like, in charge of the union or whatever, um, is super nasally, um, and kind of, he talks a little bit like this, um, and it's wildly different from what I expected, because he's, like, this big, like, he, he's, he's broad, he's also fat, he's sitting behind a desk, he's, like, the, the boss of this, this whole thing, um, and I'm sitting here thinking, um, I'm sitting here thinking, like, oh, so, like, this is gonna be, like, you know, scary boss, deep voice, uh, in charge motherfucker and he ends up and like not to, again not to say that like people who are who have nasally voices can't be in charge it's just the kind of like stereotype that we that we make um of people when you see them in, in videos and movies and stuff like that of like this is not what you'd expect from this person um so to hear that voice come out of him I was like oh I understand like it's the it's the um the flag that gets waved of like oh so we're dealing with somebody who is like a little bit of an annoying person um and yes again like frustrating that that's kind of the shorthands that we go for but you know it's an understood thing of media in the same way that like you know character design just in general of like if you see somebody who's like really huge and big and buff you expect them to be like a, a tough character or you expect them to be like a complete sweetheart you don't expect them to be just like some random normal person you know um and it's stuff that we should remember is not true in real life but often don't and anyway I'm off topic <laughs> um yes voice acting where the fuck was I um Oh, oh, yes. Hardcore. Um, so I'm helping them start their nightclub. 
telling them not to do drugs. Everybody's having a good fucking time. Um, and then I was like, oh, right. I like, oh, I was, I was not even thinking about, um, like going and talking to the guys that I was supposed to talk to after finding and this, this one woman. Um, and I was like, okay, I've got to, I've got to call the station about this other thing. And so I'll, I'll do that along the way and blah, 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 blah. And then I tried to like fast travel on the map. Um, and I was like, why is it not letting me? Like, this is so fucked up. Did I do something wrong? Like what, what happened? Um, and I tried it in like multiple places. I was like, why is it not letting me do this? Uh, this, this, this game is fucked up. Did I, did, did I cause a bug? What's going on here? Um, the reason, dear listener, is because um, there was uh, an insanely intense, unskippable cutscene that was about to happen, um, and I didn't know, and I stumbled right into it without having the time to prepare, without thinking that oh, I was like, oh shit, like uh, I forgot this thing was going to happen at some point. Um, so it's uh, this sort of tribunal is is what the term is that they use for it. It's the buddies of the like mercenary buddies of the guy who got hanged against the union crew, the like crew of eight people or whatever that supposedly hanged him and killed him, even though they didn't. And even though they're still trying to figure out where I'm still trying to figure out who did it. Um, so I walk into this situation and I was like, oh, shit, I'm not prepared for any of this this is not going to go well. Oh, golly. Um, um, sorry, I am getting rugby notifications and I don't want to deal with that. Fuck. Um, uh, yes. So I'm like, oh shit, I was not prepared for this. Oh my God, what do I do? Um, and so I swear to God, this I don't know, I don't understand how this happened. I navigated this conversation as best as I could, given the scenario. There were, like, two things, there were, like, I think there were, like, three things that I could do. It was, like, talk, try to talk them down or whatever, and then, like, um, do some, I don't know. I basically, like, I passed the first two checks miraculously. They were, like, 28% or something like that. 12, like, they, ooh, this is the other good thing about this game, is it'll tell you the odds, um, that you have of passing a check. So you can, you, like, you don't have to, like, do that calculation in your head. Um, it does make it feel a little bit more like gambling that way, but, um, so I passed these, like, first two checks, and then the last thing that I had to do was to try to shoot this guy. I mean, I guess I could have also just not gotten involved, but I was like, shit, I, I mean, I'm a policeman, that's what I'm here for. Um, and that one, it was like, what, like, 7% or something like that, and I'm like, there's no way this is going well, and it didn't go well. Missed him. Um... And then what happens is, like, time slows... This is so beautifully written, so beautifully, like, designed, too. Because, um, like, the animation, you know, which you're not often focusing on because you're too busy reading the words on the other side of the screen, um, is so gorgeous at this point of, like, the way that they move the cameras and, and stuff like that, which is especially surprising considering, like, the 3D models of all of the characters are not particularly, like, beautiful or anything. Um, but so, um, they... So, like, time slows down, um, the guy goes to shoot me back, Kim comes around and is like, oh no, like, don't do this, um, and, uh, um, um, and this other guy's, like, got a gun point, and it's like, you know, all these guns are pointed at me, and then it's like, one of, the only thing you can do is try to dodge, and again, it's like, the low, per- a low percentage, I'm like, there's no way this is fucking happening, I'm like, oh no, 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 um, and it do- it it happens. I dodge out of the way. Things are still going insane. There's still somebody else that got shot. It's like, oh my god, oh no. Um, Kim pulls out his gun, tries to shoot somebody, and um, then, like, there's there's nothing that I can do. There's like whatever the like the choices are. It's like somebody else is pointing a gun directly at me, and it's like you can look at him in the eyes. You can like let it happen. Um, or you can try to dodge out of the way, and the dodging out of the way, I think, was, like, 2%. I was like, this is, this is not, this is not happening. Um, so I looked at him, and then I think I tried to dodge, and it didn't happen, and I was just like, fuck, this whole situation is pear-shaped, there's at least multiple people who are dead. Um, so he gets me, he gets me, I'm dying on the ground. And then there's Lieutenant Kim, 
above going, oh no, like, it's fine, like, hold on, hold on. And I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck is going on? Um, and then what happens is there's somebody, um, there's somebody behind Kim who's gonna shoot him. And here's the thing. I played this, I played this, um, this round, this, this, this game that I've been playing, um, I just wanted to be BFFs with my new cop buddy. Like, I think the whole point of, of a buddy, <laughs> this isn't a buddy cop movie, um, but I think the whole point of, like, partners when it comes to, like, law enforcement, when it comes to cowboys, <laughs> when it comes to, like, anything where, like, there's a pair, I think that it is just so fun to, like, get a good dynamic going among this pair. Um, and so previous to this moment, I had done a number of things. I had gone to try on sunglasses from this this guy who was selling them out of the back of a truck, and, like, Kim had, like, taken the glasses that looked bad, like, off of my face and was like, no, not those ones. Um, I have have uh, discovered his, his uh, previous experience with, with pinball. I, um... I got to perform karaoke, and I'll talk about that in a second, um, and I, like, dedicated the song to him, like, we've, we've had all of these touching moments where he's leant over my shoulder to read something, um, I, just moments before going in to, like, attack the, uh, no, actually, actually, I think it was, (laughs) it was after having attacked that, that woman, um, or having had to deal with that woman's, uh, suicide, like, a slightly earlier, um, my gay thoughts finally finished churning and struggling. And, um, uh, the thing was like the sort of the conclusion of that, um, was basically like, oh, you're, you're, you understand everything now. You're so done, um, thinking about sexuality, your own sexuality and other sexuality. In fact, you're so done. You should like go tell Lieutenant, uh, Kitsarangi that you're, you're so done. Um, and uh, th- and then, like, right underneath that is, like, of course, that is if you haven't gotten him killed yet. You haven't, have you? That would be bad. Um, and, like, reading that, like, pro- again, like, very much, like, not exactly prior to this whole thing happening, but, like, pretty much, like, one, one um, church uh, nightclub prior, um, I was like, hmm, I didn't realize that was something that I could do. Okay, let me t- let me let me take the chance now to talk to this man about whether he's gay or not. Turns out he is. Um, but so like I'm so like so so this whole thing has happened. Um, when you do these these little like skill checks too, they will tell you whether you have any bonuses. They won't tell you bonuses for clothes or anything like that. But like I said, sometimes when you're talking to somebody or things that you've done prior will like have an effect on things later. Um, so I have this, um, these, these two bonuses. It's like one, I, I think, I can't remember what skill this was. I feel like it was probably empathy because I don't know what else it would have been. Um, or maybe it was like perception or something, something that I was like particularly high in. Um, but I have these two bonuses that are like one, like the Lieutenant trusts you. And number two is like, Kim really, truly trusts you. Um, and like, that was like three points total or something like that. Like it was some insane number. I have this, um, the chances of me like losing this role is only like critical failure is like the only way that I would like lose it basically. Um, because Kim trusts me so- oh, sorry, I- I'm fast-forwarding back to, um, when I'm lying on the ground after having been shot, and poor Kim is above me going, stay, like, stay awake, stay alive, like, you know, I'll stop the bleeding, um, and I'm seeing this man creep up with a gun behind his head, um, and this- this role, this check that I have to do is just, like, like, I think it was, like, some high, insane high, like, 98, 97% or whatever, um, and of course I fucking failed it. <laughs> it would, I was like, no, 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 Kim. I was like, when I say gutted, I mean like I was genuinely, I didn't start crying, but I was like about to, I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. Um, so he gets shot in the, in like the chest or something. And I'm like, oh my God, this, this has ended so terribly. We were just having a good, like literally like gay old time in the, in the fucking church nightclub 10 seconds ago. Why did everything go so pear-shaped? Um, 
and I don't know, it was such a, it was such a moment where I, like, really appreciated this game, because, you know, in my ideal narrative, that would not have happened, and I probably will play through this again in, like, actively trying to get my ideal narrative so that I can experience it, as opposed to, like, watching someone else experience it on YouTube or something like that, um, but, but yeah, so, like, what what happened was I was like, oh, this is, well, might as well just fucking keel over, because if, like, Kim's dead, like, what's the point of playing this game anymore? Um, but uh, I, like, woke up two days later or whatever, and Kuno, this fucking, like, little kid who's a delinquent who was throwing rocks at a dead body, um, and who I've, like, sort of bonded with over his, his shitty home life situation, um, shows up and is like, yeah, like, you know, oh, he's not dead. He, the police, like, took him away. It's all good. Um, he's, like, rested up in the hospital or whatever. Um, and Kuno's like, do you want, like, do you want a new partner? Like, I can be your partner. <laughs> I mean, not in those words, but that's kind of the sentiment. And it was so funny and so cute. And I was like, damn, I do want you to be my new BFF, Kuno. I mean, I'm gonna be so sad about having to solve the rest of this murder without Kim. But, like, I guess I've got now a little kid sidekick. Um, it's also really funny though, because now I'm like, half of the time I was thinking so carefully about like Kim's opinion of me. Because um, you can, there's this mechanic where like you can go to bed and basically like ditch your partner, and that's the only time you can ditch him. You can't like say, hey, go fuck off for a bit, we'll split up and reconvene. Um, so most of the time, like, Kim is watching you interact with people and judging you, basically. Um, so a lot of the times I'm like, okay, I've got to make sure that I'm, you know, I don't take this drug from this random woman's cabinet. Like, I've got to come back later and get it so that way Kim doesn't judge me. Um, excuse me. And, and like, stuff like that. Um, and so, I don't know. I, like, I, I feel like I, I don't remember what exactly I wanted to say in this other than, like, this huge emotional thing just happened and it's the kind of thing where like it shouldn't have like the chances of like that happening were what less than three percent and yet it did and that's what video games are um and now I have to deal with this narrative that like is unsatisfying almost like like I wanted to see this through with Kim to the end and because I did so do so strongly like I've got to replay this game now um anyway uh, other things that I thought were really fun about this game um there was this one side quest where I really wanted to do karaoke um for whatever reason and, you know, you have to go find this sad song, and I, um, I just so desperately wanted this karaoke thing to work out that I didn't do it, um, until I was at, like, 90, that 97%, like, that, I mean, I don't know if it's possible to get to 100% in this game, um, but I was, like, I need to, I, I need this to happen, I need this to work, so I, like, went around, like, I leveled myself up as best as I could, put on all my fucking, like, put on my fancy drama bow tie and my racist, like, kimono-esque thing, and put, like, took, um, did a cigarette beforehand, which I was, like, trying not to do, I was trying not to do drugs, um, and, like, I did all of that just so that I could stand up there and sing my sad song and it worked out beautifully and it was one of these moments that I was like this is what gaming is about this is this is what it's this is what it's all for me running around like a chicken with my head cut off trying to like do the best I can to um sing fucking karaoke and not care about this murder that's going on and then dedicated to my best buddy uh Kim <laughs> um what else? Oh, the other thing about this game is that I have very, like, actively decided not to, like, what is it, save scum, whatever you call it, where, like, you save right before you do something that's risky, and then so that way if it doesn't work out, you can just go back to beforehand. Um, part of it is just because a lot of the times, like, these risky things that happen, you don't know when they're, they're happening. Like, they just kind of show up, and you're like, what the fuck? Um, but, um, where is I going with this? Um, 
yeah so so some of it is just you don't know what would happen and so like the game's autosave is not very often so therefore you'd have to like go back quite a bit and before to before that and I that's just like I feel like that that hurts your brain um so the only time that I would do that is if like I accidentally clicked on an on a um dialogue option because I was clicking through things too quickly and I was like fuck I didn't want to do that so I would like go back to the, the previous quick save and I would play through everything that I could um in exactly the same way um because I feel like it's the kind of thing where like again like I'm so I'm so fucking pissed. I'm so unsatisfied. I'm so angry. I'm so upset that Kim got shot and now I can't, I can't solve this murder with my buddy who I was gonna eventually fall in love with. Um, but like, I don't know, the integrity of like this, like the story playing out as it would, and I don't want to say as it would in real life because this is not, not, that's not how it do, but like just... I don't know, there's something, there's something to be said about, like, playing through it without second chances, at least for the first time, um, and seeing where that gets you, and seeing what that gets you, um, and I think it's very much has to do with the way that I play RPGs, and the way that I decide that, like, character choice, and, like, acting in character is more important than winning, um, but yes, um, what else do I have to say about this game? I feel like that was it. I think that, like, my top two things that were, like, really, that I very specifically wanted to share were the, the karaoke and the homosexual, underground homosexual society or whatever thoughts, um, and especially <laughs> how they related to this other, this other thing, um, and I just find it so funny that, like, you know, karaoke was something that I prepared for, that I that I did my best to, like, raise it all the way up to this 97%, and I was like, yes, finally, like, I can do it, I can sing my sad song, and it worked out great. And then there's this other check that just so ha- that was the same, the same chance, because I had unwittingly, like, you know, made Kim trust me so much that, like, it just, and it just somehow didn't work out. Um, anyway... I feel like this is probably the break in in momentum that I should use to go procure myself some some food and especially some some pads because I think I'm all out of them and I, it means I need to go to the store but I really just want to play more of this game so I can fucking figure out this murder so then I can replay it so that I can be BFFs with Kim um but okay anyway I'm done rambling. <laughs> this is a fucking hour. We'll see if I come back to this after having solved the mystery with Kuno by my side instead as a sidekick instead of my my amazing pinball boyfriend, but that's okay. Goodbye. <laughs>